Do we have a rewind? <laughs> no, there's no rewinding. <laughs> we are. How do we do this thing? <laughs> it's live, man. What do you mean? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> okay. why did I agree to do this? Boy, chairman of a beloved nonprofit organization called A Success in Fortress, Virginia. We centralize around education and youth empowerment. Welcome to our very first A Success podcast episode. We are all amateur here, as you can tell. But as we go into a very unique time in history, a global pandemic event, we hope to create a new way to connect with people. So in this channel, we hope we're going to create a lot of wonderful, meaningful, sometimes funny, sometimes just very lighthearted, but just a channel, a way for all of us to connect with each other. Um, you will meet some of our A Success members, skilled mentor, or our supporter, our student, just people that enrich our life with their passion and their life experience, or just, you know, funny story. So Dave, um, why don't you get started? How is the new normal looking for you? Well, thank you, Kwe. Uh, this is the first one, and thank you for the introduction. Um, yes, I'm Dave Nguyen, and been around and uh, growing up here in this uh, local area, Annandale, which is a lovely, loving town. And then how long has it been around here? Probably more than almost 40 years. And clearly, this is a new normal. I haven't seen this one ever, ever in my life. Probably the most comparable one when I was trying to uh, escaping from... Um, Vietnam by boat and it was on the sea for six days. So I think with this normalcy, maybe perhaps because of what I experienced in the past, I just think that this normalcy requires a little bit of um, maybe a touch of resilience, a touch of uh, getting adapting to the uh, uncertainty with calmness, with love. And I need to know to learn how to do a lot of huggings. So that's a new normal, especially with my family members when we got to quarantine and stay at home all day. And how many months so far? Two months and almost two months and a half. What about you, Wendy? How is your new normal looking like? New normal is spending 24-7 together with my husband in a tiny little loft-style condo with no balcony. And I keep telling him lately, for our next house, we definitely need a balcony, for sure. And I need sunlight. And because I think I'm like very used to going out. Um, I like going out, like being in nature, like going on hikes or just like hang out with people. So this is definitely a little sad for me because the only person I get to interact with is my husband. <laughs> and I think both of us working from home is also like trying to figure out how that works because we'll have meetings at the same time. And because our space is so small, so I think oftentimes when I have meetings and I'm talking, my coworkers will be like, oh, is that your husband behind you? And I'm like, yeah. And then when he's on a call, I'll ask him the same thing too. It's been interesting. I think my friends just asked me how it's been spending 24 hours with him. And I said, so far, um, I haven't had the thought of wanting to divorce him yet. <laughs> so I think it's good. <laughs> That's good. I'm happy for Sai. <laughs> so, so since um, Wendy, you, you just answered the questions, I kind of wanted to ask you, um, you know, for people who don't know you, you 
work as a graphic designer for Hilton, but you also like our fitness instruction. So you're very into fitness, very into outdoor and being outside with people. So is there anything you do to kind of help you, you know, even just dealing with all this new normal? Yeah, so um, I've been following like different types of um, at-home fitness programs. And I think just like switching it up. I think before I was so used to like going to the gym to like run on treadmill or to like lift weights. So now that that's not an option, um, I find myself getting bored with the same routine. So I just like mix it up. So I start, I picked up dancing when I'm home and like, I'm very uncoordinated. So at the beginning, I even told my husband, don't look at me when I dance. And then I think now I'm more used to it. So I just like switch it up with like some dancing and then some like body weight training because we do have neighbors downstairs. So I can't do any like explosive jumping around that I'm used to doing. So that's how I'm trying not to get the quarantine 15. For you, Dave, I know you, you work at USPTO and your team is actually also like have been having people working from home at different direction or different locations. <laughs> so how are you doing with that, with work and also with a success, obviously, and then with family and all the other things you have on your plate? You know, sometimes um, in life, when you start something new, people always kind of give you a sense of doubt. I think USPTO was pretty much a frontier runner to create a um, virtual work program for more than, uh, since 2003, so more than, you know, roughly 10, 12 years. I mean, I can't remember the number of years, but it's been around. So the new normalcy with regard to the employees working from different places, um, it actually not that a, um, a sudden change to us. Yes, although there would there have to be certain number of adjustments. For, for example, our employees nowadays, uh, because of the fact they've been very um, effective and, and, and working during the hardship. So we actually give the, our, our employees 20 hours, uh, up to 20 hours if they have children um, having issues with school, issue with a COVID-19 situation. So that was on things that would prompted them to actually adjust, not only adjust with the uh, trying time, but at the same time, continue to work productively for the um, for the for the government and also for the USPTO by itself. For a success, I think that uh, uh, I'm missing all the time that I be able to see everyone in person. The beauty of life skill coaching is that you can feel everyone when you coach and you mentor them. The emotion, the stories they share, and the one-on-one -on -one interaction that been done for many years now. And certainly now we kind of threw ourselves into the virtual work environment. But then the things that I realized that actually nobody thought of it, and even I sometimes didn't even realize how cool it is. When you work for so many years with students in person, doing one-on-one -on -one interaction and trying to really observe and get the emotion and find a way, a little touch, so that you can create a story uh, to help them and to help yourself so that the time being with them will help them to be better a person, be a better person. And as a result of virtual work environment, I feel it pretty, uh, pretty um, easy for me to now to take that kind of uh, technique and try to observe people in, in a, you know, through the virtual uh, computerized uh, laptop to laptop, Zoom, video conference, hangout, 
and then still be able to connect with them through the emotional touch. Because if we don't have the emotion, it's very difficult to be resilient. I find a way to maybe perhaps come up with a story, come up with a way that make people feel a little bit joyful, a little bit more enthusiastic. And if they can do that, then I'm actually making a difference to their uh, well-being and they'll be able to adjust their lifestyle during this uh, COVID-19 situation. So that's something I thought was pretty striking to me. How about your family? How do you have any way that you can kind of help yourself that you now staying home more often and seeing your family more often? I, as, as a independent, self-driven, and yes, I have a very quite blessed to have an extraordinary not sure people or something to help me to be where I am today that I never thought that sometime with uncertainty, it actually a, a thing that been around with me for many years and since the time I grew up. But now with a family in quarantine, I found out that I have to kind of let the, you know, the, the adulthood, the fathering figure kind of going away and trying to learn how to hug them and uh, find a way to create stories, even harder working with a student aid success so that they can even engage me. Imagine you, you've been around for 24 hours and before they, they've been, they, they were in school, you don't have you, you don't have to deal with them. They kind of away, and then sometimes they come back. They say, "I love you," and then they just kind of run away from us, right? Now you kind of got stuck. In, in, imagine twenty four hours a day, you deal with them, and then you you ran out of the story to talk to them, right? So that's another part that I have to figure out a way. But so far, it it been it been a progress, and they didn't uh, they didn't sometimes they let me hug them. So that's a that's a that's a starting point. That's good. Okay, so yeah, I mean, it is great that you know Wendy won't divorce Sai and you won't disown your children and actually enjoy hugging them. So you know, you know hugging, is, hugging is an important feature of human uh, being. Yeah, and I miss in a that. virtual environment. You can't hug people now. I I don't like hugging people, but now I think I do like hugging people. That's a strange thing about this COVID nineteen, but. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. No, that's definitely one one thing that I'm looking forward to is I don't know when that would be, but to able just to get to hug people and see people and not have to worry about keeping the six feet distance. Um, so, you know, are we talking about student and A success? Like one of the things I noticed personally when we switching to doing virtual and now moving to this new normal at A success, like the student actually, because they're out of school, and they also have to do with social distance. They actually pay attention more, you know, and then they actually look forward to see us. I actually noticed it's actually a lot less distracted to work with someone virtual because I have to focus on them and look at their face expression, looking at how they feel and, and really try to engage with them like what you described, Dave. So can you can you and Wendy just sort of share with us how is A Success doing, you know, moving things to virtual, how are we doing with the student and how our students react to the changes? I think that, you know, uh, 10, 14 years ago when I came up with the idea of A Success, I thought it just a fun thing to do and trying to get people upset because I just can't do things and why not? And I like hanging out with the young kids and people say, oh, Dave, you're old man, why don't you hang out with young kids? But Really, have been around for 14 years now. Some of them no longer young. They come back and they yell at me, and sometimes they resist me. But with a virtual environment, I think it's important. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not sure this is so important that if we have a way to let people know that this program is actually a meaningful thing 
a meaningful platform to bring people in for connection, for being together, and lifting them up so that they can adjust quicker because everyone have a mental issues with regard to this COVID-19 situation. And life skill, with regard to what we've done so, so long, we have a pro great, resilient, robust program with um, numerous ways where young and old people can come together, partner, learning new things, growing together with the core values that we've uh, been embracing for many years now. So I think these students, if somehow with the virtual program be able to be heard by someone with a lot of money and they want to nationalize it, that I think there's a good thing for many kids. So that would be my dream. Having someone with a, like, kind of like a Bill Gates Foundation coming in and say, hey, you know, we never know you, your program exists. So now we're going to give you maybe a few hundred thousand dollars, make it national. So that would be a great thing, a wonderful thing for all the unfortunate kids who didn't have this kind of tool, but now they would have if someone knows about us. What about you, Wendy? You have taken on a really big role with this whole new transition. You really now leading a lot of the life skill training, developing material, how to help the kids learning in the virtual environment. So how, what is your observation so far? Um, so far, I think our students are enjoying the group sessions that we have. So I think before when before quarantine, it's like everybody has a life outside of a success. And now that they don't, like including us, like the mentors, it's actually like a good time for us to kind of step back and look at like all of the core values that we believe in as an organization and actually like take the time to develop like engaging materials to teach them. So it's like right now for Saturdays, we divide them. We divide all of our students, including some of the ones from Vietnam into two separate groups. So like through these group sessions, like, yeah, we teach them about our um, core value, but we don't want to just like keep lecturing and keep beating a dead horse. So I think like one way that's been quite effective is like putting them into different groups so that during the entire hour that they like learn about a new topic, it's not just me like talking to them through a computer. Like they actually get to talk with other students that they may not talk to before. Um, and I think just like, it's very interesting to see how like each of the students are interpreting the material so differently. And like some of the questions that we ask them to discuss in their groups when they come back and we share them, it's really interesting to see how like some of the students, for example, right now we're going through um, courage. And one of our students actually said that he doesn't know what fear is. And we have to like come up with ways to like make sure that our material can somehow like be integrated with all of the students because their personal life experience and interpretation is just so wide of a range. It's like what works for one student may not click with another one. And so I feel like there's also like more collaboration between like the AES team and the mentor themselves to just really make sure that the students are on track and enjoying what they're learning and also like reinforced through their one-on-one -on -one mentoring. Yeah, and I have heard that like, because like technically they're doing like classes online, so I think it's like quite boring for some of them. So then, like you said, they like look forward to Saturdays 
or even like random meetings we pull them into during the week. Yeah, when, you know, it's, it's really cool to kind of hear you and, and Dave describe it and actually seeing it every Saturday too. One of the things that, you know, so with A Success, we also have a Delta program with really what we started a, a couple of years ago. And our idea is we really want to bring just this, you know, wonderful life skill academy that we kind of created to really teach life skill to kids, um, but not just like locally, but we want to branch it out to like globally. So we kind of targeting Vietnam at the time. And one of the concerns we always kind of hear from people is it's harder to connect when you're not face to face. And as you and, and Dave described, like the connection that you create now, you can do that virtually and you actually find a way to still connect and still make that trusted relationship, make that connect with the student and make the student want to learn more from us. So that's that's just you know exciting to see how much more we can do as we see this kind of established. So it's actually a, a cool thing for this new normal, right? That we're able to kind of see and establish a present virtually and actually able to see that life skill, yeah, we can train anyone if we actually make an effort to really connect with the student, regardless whether we see them in person or not. So that's pretty exciting. So as you know, we really don't know how long we're gonna stay in this quarantine period. And is there any wish you want to see, you know, I mean, we're all kind of hoping that it would be over at some point. So is, is there, is that future, the new normal in the future, how would you envision that? Is there anything you'd like to see there? Is there anything you take from this period and you would definitely make that part of that future? I think we have to live in a world where we embrace uncertainty and then use that uncertainty as a pivotal point in order to adapt and find ways to be curious. And by be curious, then of course, you have to have a mindset to be ready to do things and to love people. Uh, and how do you do that? Well, you have to have skill. And I think a success would be a beautiful platform that everyone would hopefully know more about it, can join. And we have more people like Wendy or, or Yu Hui and uh, really accomplished people coming in and realizing that not only we help these young folks, but it also help them to have a ripple effect to their family members so that all the community people can um, find a way to adapt to new normalcy. And ourselves, the fact that we have to deal with young people and learning all these adaptation things, including Zoom, uh, Hangouts, Messenger, Facebook, Instagram, you name it. I, I, you know, some, one of those, some of those things I don't even, not that great, but at least I know. I think that is just an example of the fact that we are bringing ourselves together and to one another. And by doing so, then I think that will bring us to a new level and that new normalcy would be something that we shouldn't be afraid of. And I hope that the uh, community will provide a way to uh, offset the COVID-19 and then we're going to go beyond that and then we can just uh, keep thriving and, and dealing with the new way of life. And I think that's my hope and I think it, it, it can be done and we'll give it a, a year 
and then we come back for another podcast. Maybe we have more podcasts, and then people will follow us, and they will find out <laughs> whether this is true or not true. We're in it together, right? Okay, well, so that's my yeah. my hope. <laughs> But hopefully, you we will manage to teach you how to change your virtual background. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yeah. What about you, Wendy? What do you um, What do you want to see after this all this crisis over? I think I really hope that we'll be able to like love one another more and like show our care, not just to like our friends and family and like people in our immediate circle, but I think even just to like your neighbor or like a stranger. I think before we were very like involved in our own lives that we kind of. Don't bother to like really look at other people, but I think now with everything going on, I really hope that like our students, like this is something that they can learn too through this experience. Is just to really like open their eyes and look outside of the world, their own world, and just seeing like what types of people are out there who are like struggling with this virus. And it's like, how can we uplift each other and like have a better future together? It sounds super cliche, but I think it's really important to just. Live in the moment and just really care for one another from the bottoms of our heart. <laughs> no, I actually absolutely agree with you. It is so cliche, but like until we we get this virus right, that we actually realize how sometimes how un, how fortunate we are, and also like things that we take for granted that we don't see. So you know, so I mean, that's really how we're gonna wrap up this first podcast. We expecting to have more of these coming in the future because we really just want to use this platform to connect more with each other. And you know, I, I'm excited. You know, we actually shared this idea with the student, and they giving us a lot of idea, crazy one, funny one, a lot of dating advice channel, a lot of movie channel, music channel suggestions, and all of that. So that's something we will expect in the future. Things um, and then even you know we will have student as well, so people can only also get to see our student because we only talk about a success family. So I'm I'm excited to share with people why we call it's a family to us. So that's it. That's a wrap. Done. I like to drink wine now. Did you have a couple classes before we started this podcast? Whether you take it as a compliment or not, but you look the same with or without makeup. I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> as a compliment. I'm Dave Nguyen, the founder of AA Success. AA Success. AA Success. AA Success. Okay, go to the next person.